You're listening to Men of Abundance, episode 232, with Tucker Bearden. And today we're talking about mastering our life in spite of so-called disabilities. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. What is going on in your world today, Men of Abundance? I am Wally Carmichael, your founder and host of the Men of Abundance podcast, the Pay It Forward community. And today's a little bit of a pivotal point in Men of Abundance because I'm changing things up just a little bit. I'm going to start highlighting various businesses, and I'm primarily looking for veteran business owners who have amazing stories who I can lift up right here on the show, primarily during the mid-roll. And I will be sharing their link, of course, to their website and to their information so others can find them. I'll be sharing that in the show notes at menofabundance.com in that particular episode. So in this case, go to menofabundance.com forward slash 232. And that's where you'll be able to find the link to the veteran-owned business that I'm going to highlight today. And the veteran-owned business that I will be highlighting today is Signs by Veterans. And the founder of Signs by Veterans is Justin Myers. Stay tuned because the backstory to this veteran-owned business is nothing short of spectacular. And as usual, I want to give you the opportunity to be abundant in your life today by paying it forward and sharing men of abundance with everyone you come in contact with because these stories are changing lives and you may be able to change somebody else's life simply by sharing this conversation. And while you're considering who you're going to share this with, do not prejudge who may want to hear this conversation or any of the other conversations on Men of Abundance. You never know what somebody else is going through. Consider this. Have you told anybody about all the things that are going on in your life? Chances are, if you have, you have not told any of your close friends and family. I know this because I talk to many men, and most of them are more comfortable sharing their issues and concerns with people that are really kind of strangers to them, total strangers, somebody that they may know and trust enough to share that information with them because they feel that they may be able to at least listen and get some help. Most of them are not comfortable sharing their issues and concerns with family and friends in fear of what those people will start thinking about them, how they will think about them differently and see them differently, and maybe even talk behind their back and so on and so forth. These are concerns that I've heard men talk about. I'm sharing this with you because first and foremost, I want you to understand that you can talk to your friends and family, but if you're not comfortable with that, then find somebody, a professional or somebody else that you can talk to. Get into my Men of Abundance private Facebook community or get ready to join the Abundance and Prosperity Mastery group that I'm building or connect with another men's group or any other group for that matter that you feel that you can have these conversations with. The other reason why I'm telling you this is because I want you to share these conversations with other men so that they too know that there's somewhere that they can go and that there's people that they can talk to. There's men they can talk to. There's women they can talk to. And there's people out there that want to help them in whatever situation it is that they're going through. At the very least, go to iTunes or whatever podcast player it is that you listen to this episode on or this show on and leave a rating and review so that others can find men of abundance and have these com- and listen to these conversations. Now, bear with me just a second while I give you this definition, and the definition is for disability. 
Disability is a physical or mental condition that limits a person's movements, senses, or activities. A disadvantage or handicap, especially one imposed or recognized by the law. Man, I have had the pleasure of talking with many men who have been labeled with various disabilities, and I'm using that in air quotes, both physically and mentally. And I'm actually a disabled veteran and have the license plates on my truck to prove it. While that is a condition I and others experience, that condition is not who you are, it's not who I am, and you should not define yourself by that label, or any label for that matter, that you personally do not accept. Regardless of your physical and mental condition, you have extraordinary abilities. All you have to do is decide who you want to be seen as or labeled as and start becoming that person. Don't worry about how. Just decide right now, today. And that's exactly what our feature guest today did. Tucker Bearden is a keynote speaker, theoretical physicist, and Asperger's advocate. He was born with a neurological abnormality that hinders his natural ability to understand social cues as well as emotional responses known as Asperger's. The more people that are around him, the harder it is for him to sustain his composure. So imagine a leisurely stroll through Walmart becoming a horrifying experience that leaves you hospitalized with life-threatening panic attacks. Throughout his life, he was fired from over 20 different jobs because of his lack of communication skills. After enduring homelessness, addiction, multiple failed suicide attempts, and a long walk through the darkness, he found his purpose in serving others by sharing the knowledge he has been blessed with. It was a long road learning how to control himself around others. There are still challenges, and he struggles at times, but if you believe in something enough to push towards it every single day, no matter the trials and tribulations, you will achieve the greatness you are designed for. So where did all this begin? Well, to answer that question, we're going to get right into this conversation with Tucker. Men of Abundance, it is my honor to introduce you to Tucker Bearden. Tucker, welcome to Men of Abundance, brother. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing great. I'm doing even better that I have you on the line, man. You are such an inspiration to me lately. Um, the videos that you put out and how we got connected. Uh, in fact, we got connected through Tony DeRusso's very, very large facebook um message group that he's got going on over there <laughs> yeah it is it's, it is pretty big it's uh it's pretty cool i'm i'm glad he added me to it i am too it's pretty fun to watch all the uh, all the content in there the stuff he puts out some people you know want to leave the group but uh those of us that are sticking around we're actually having a pretty good time and, and sharing some thoughts and stuff like that and that's how i got to know you and the first video that i saw of you um, that I clicked on, and I'm very fortunate to have clicked on that video, is the one that where you talk about, I forget the title of it, but basically how pizza changed your life. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'll be definitely sharing that video, as, if if possible, I'll be sharing that video in the show notes as well. Okay, cool. I, I, I really appreciate it, brother. Yeah, absolutely. And I know we'll get into part of that story here today, and I look forward to it. Uh, but guys, definitely, you definitely want to go check out that video because it is super inspiring. And you inspired some other people, much more uh, influential than myself. But before we get into that, I like to start out the show every single day the way I start out every single morning when my eyes first open up, and that is with an attitude of gratitude. What do you have to be grateful for today, Tucker? I'm grateful that I woke up. I'm grateful I got out of bed. I'm grateful I had a bed to sleep in. Hey, I'm grateful I'm here. 
<laughs> it's a lot to be grateful for, man. And when you guys hear the rest of uh, Tucker's story as we get into that, you'll understand why that is so important to him. And it should be to you anyway, because many of us take all of that just for granted. So, brother, before we got started here, I talked, I, you know, I shared a little bit about your bio, a little bit about your background, but I always like to ask this question, and that is, how would you describe yourself? Uh, I'm a keynote speaker, a theoretical physicist, and an Asperger's advocate. I mean, I, I'm just a good old country boy that was raised in the sticks, uh, I, and I used to work with thoroughbred racehorses seven days a week, 365 days a year, and uh, within within solitude, I found gratitude, and within gratitude, I found my purpose, and I've, I've come to find that if you have information capable of improving the lives of others, it is a raw act of selfishness to withhold that information from the world. So that's 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 who I am and and the reason I'm here. Brother, I 100% agree with that last statement. I agree with everything, but that last statement is so, so important. And that's part of the reason why I started this whole abundance journey and sharing my journey with others because it is important. And I find it very selfish to keep information like that to yourself. And I thank you for putting it out there the way you do because you are one of the most authentic people that I see on, on anywhere, on, on Facebook, anywhere I see your stuff, uh, in your comments, when you're commenting on other people's um, posts and whatnot, just super authentic. And I really, honestly, don't see anybody out there that's more authentic than you. Well, I'm much obliged to you, brother. I know that ever since we've connected, it's, it's been nothing but love, man. I, I appreciate everything that you do as well. You, you bring some amazing content to the table. One day, I hope to be on that level. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, just it's, it's all about sticking with it, man, just sticking with it. And, you know, you already have some very influential people taking a look at what you're doing. And it's going to come to fruition very, very quickly. Um, personally, but already you are just making a huge impact in so many people's lives because I see the comments that people are making uh, on on your stuff. But one of the things that one of the questions I ask here on Men of Abundance quite often, or every single time, pretty much, is I try to get into that kick in the gut moment of each and every person that I talk to, not just on Men of Abundance, but in general, because sometimes that tells me a lot about who they are and why they behave the way they behave and their belief systems. That question is your kick in the gut moment. So if you would, share with us a kick in the gut moment with us and really make us feel that. All right, man. Well, the my kick in the gut moment would have to be, uh, I mean, let me start by saying I was born with a neurological abnormality known as Asperger's. It hinders my natural abilities to understand social cues, emotional responses, sarcasm, and social interaction in general. And and my kick in the gut moment would have to be when I decided that I was going to learn how to socialize because I had watched TED Talks and I wanted to become a TED, a TED and a TEDx speaker. It's been my dream ever since I saw my first TED Talk. And I, I decided that I wanted to learn to socialize and I wasn't going to allow Asperger's to beat me. And one of the things that I have had trouble with is when I go into public, I have panic attacks. 
Like, I mean, imagine a leisurely stroll through Walmart becoming a horrifying experience that leaves you hospitalized with life-threatening panic attacks. I've, I, I'm 25 years old, and my biggest kick in the gut moment is when I was attempting to overcome this, and I, I, I endured two heart attacks in that process due to the due to the stress and the the cortisol running through the blood uh, and the 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 dangerous level of anxiety and that was simply walking through Walmart um so yeah that was my kick in the gut moment wow so <clears throat> i mean obviously that's not doesn't seem like something that can be completely overcome but how do you cope with that how do you deal with that how are you able to um interact in public because I see you doing it and you're doing a darn good job at it better than some folks that I know that don't have any conditions that would hinder them from doing so. Well, I, I began to pay close attention and take notes on what causes me to trigger. What is it that, that causes the panic attacks and the anxiety to come on? And I came to find that at the end of the day, no matter what you have wrong with you, no matter what is in your head, the anxiety comes from the self. It is a it is a self prophesized um, situation. Basically, you you cause the anxiety by the thoughts in your mind. So I began paying closer attention to this, and I. Um, started making fun of myself that was a big thing but my my main key the biggest thing in my arsenal that allowed me to overcome the anxiety and begin stepping out of my comfort comfort zone efficiently and actually socializing with people would be the pizza story and what that was is I mean like I said I, I was working I was working uh, with racehorses thoroughbreds. I worked seven days a week, 365 days a year. I didn't get a single day off for three years. And when you, I was making $179 a week and I was living in a 10 foot by 10 foot concrete room. Uh, I was looking for free movies on YouTube and I came across something known as TEDx and my life changed forever. I knew, like, I saw in that, in that moment a fire lit in my soul, and I knew, ex I knew that that was what I was meant to do. But in order to do that, I had to overcome this god awful anxiety, and it, it, the answer to everything came in a single moment, in a flash. Pizza, pizza was the answer to all my problems. And when people say, "Well, how was pizza your answer?" Well, let's get into that. I began taking $50 out of my paycheck every week, and I had a bicycle and a bungee cord. I went to Little Caesars every day, and I got six $5 hot and ready pizzas. And I would drive, I would ride my little bike around town and give these pizzas out to homeless people and say, tell me your story, brother. Share some wisdom with me. And... Within this, I found a level of gratitude that I didn't know was possible. I learned things that I learned some of the most powerful messages that uh, that I've ever heard 
from the people that others seem to look past or scorn at whenever they were to or to, whenever they walk by them. Um, and I and I learned how to socialize by interacting with these homeless people because I found that anxiety at its core comes from my personal my personal form of anxiety came from false false senses of reality which that's all anxiety is is false senses of reality but mine personally came from the feeling of judgment from the people around me even if they're not paying attention to me in my mind they're making fun of me and and um, I could literally feel physical pain from their 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 gaze and when given these, I would give these homeless people the pizza. I'd sit down beside them and ask them to tell me their story. And I did this for about eight months, every single day, without fail. And eventually, I found that when you take the focus off of yourself and you put it onto someone else, and you not only put that uh, put the focus onto someone else, but you compliment them. And ask them to talk about them. It helps you work through this. Now, I combine that with making fun of myself every time I got anxious, or uh, every time I every every time I felt something coming on, I would literally belittle myself <laughs> and say I would say things like, "Hey, man, you're acting like a punk right now. What's wrong with you, dude? Like, hey, man, cowboy up. What's what's wrong with you, boy?" <laughs> but that's that's how I overcame it. Man, that is impressive. So if you could, I usually ask right now, what are some good news stories that came out of that? But my question is, because I've had these conversations with homeless uh, folks in the area when I lived in Waikiki and Honolulu area. Um, but I would like to know from your area, what did you learn? What were some of the stories that a few of those folks shared with you? I found that if you, my the greatest story that I, that I came to understand uh, within all of this is that if you be the blessing for others, you will live within blessings. You will receive in this world an exact proportion of that of which you give. Uh, that, that's, that was the, 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 out of everything that I learned from all of those people, that was the most powerful understanding that I came to. And I have followed that ever since. Uh, I, 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 I honestly, it, it, it made me feel a way that I had never felt before when I when instead of receiving something, I was giving something and in return asking for no more than wisdom. And in turn, I found that if you can be the spark that lights the way through the darkness for even one person a day, your entire life will be worthwhile. Yeah, yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. Uh, and that is based on my own experience, as well as all the other men and women that I've had conversations with uh, in reference to their success. Uh, no less than 90% of them, if not more, say easily, without skipping a beat, the main purpose for their success is their ability to give and their ability to have gratitude in everything that they currently have. Now, some of them started out not having gratitude in what they had, but they ultimately ended up where they're at today because they reevaluated. They basically took inventory of who they were and what was important to them in their life 
uh, and just readjusted. So guys, if you're in that situation, just know that you can readjust your efforts at any point in time and your mindset for that matter. What are your thoughts on that, Tucker? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you're supposed to refine your mind daily. You, you know, we 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 are, are, as humans, we're made up of 87% water, approximately. And one of the things about water is that when it sits in one place for a long time and it's not allowed to move, it becomes stagnant. It becomes full of disease. It creates a disgusting smell that no one wants to be around and is home to nothing but bad things like water scorpions or nepidae. And I, and one of the things that I came to understand uh, was that when water breaks free from its, from its chamber and it begins to move, it begins to carve a new path, something miraculous happens. And that is that it begins to purify. And we, as humans, we're made up of water. And water takes the path of least resistance. This is why we attempt to take the path of least resistance. But the path of least resistance is not always the best path. So as a person can, as water can become stagnant in a pond, a person becomes stagnant whenever they lack motion. But when they begin to move, when they begin to step out of their comfort zone, no matter where that stagnancy lies deep within the catacombs of their own soul, they can begin to purify and move forward. Man, that is, <laughs> I absolutely love that, man. I heard you saying that just the other day, and I was writing some of that stuff down. I love the way that you put that. It's absolutely true. And then as you started to get into and you, you were talking about as well, um, unlike water in that when we hit the path of least resistance, that's when we need to push forward. Um, how do you how do you do that and how do you explain that? Uh, I, I, man, when it comes to, to pushing forward, my biggest thing is I take notes, to be completely honest. Uh, I, I write things down because when you actually write something down, you you act, you create neuro passageways in the brain that were not there prior. That and when you do that, you are more prone to get the things done. There is an old saying, and I don't know who came up with this quote, but it says that a goal that is not written on paper is simply a dream. But what I tell people is no matter what change you want to make, don't try to make a drastic change today. But whatever you do, do not allow today to become tomorrow and to and tomorrow to become someday. Because there's no someday on the calendar. Last time I checked, you, you make small changes. Even if you only get out of bed on a different side today, if you uh, take a different route to work, eat a different food today. Just do something, Say, step out of your comfort zone in some way, shape, form, or fashion every single day, and eventually you will find that if you collect enough pennies, you'll have a dollar, and if you collect enough dollars, you'll have whatever it is that you want, and I, I, use, I use that as the example, but I'm just saying these small changes, they add up. Yeah, they definitely do. And I've heard this quote many times before. And I think I, I think one of the guys I heard say this more often is uh, Tony Robbins. And that is that most people overestimate what they can do in a year. 
and underestimate what they can do in five years. <laughs> and it, it basically says, speaks directly to what you just said. It's those small steps. It's the book, uh, you know, I can mention some books out there like The Slight Edge or um, The One Thing by uh, Gary Keller and Jay Papazan. Uh, these type of concepts that, you know, like you said, you just keep collecting, keep collecting, keep collecting. But so many people set that huge dream, that huge goal. One, don't write it down. Big mistake. And two, uh, it's it's just when a couple days in, a couple weeks in, they're nowhere close to that goal. They quit. Whereas if you have these short, you know, quick spurts, these quick wins, then you make that a habit and a habit and habit. Before you know it, you're like, wow, where did that last three years go? And I'm way beyond what I th- where I thought I'd be at this point. Oh yeah, you're you're it's, you're right. You know, and and one of the things that that I found uh, to be so true, this resonated with me, and I didn't even realize it until it happened to me. And that is, uh, what a lot of people do is, uh, let me rephrase that. It's it's worse to set a goal and reach it than to set how how does that saying go? Is it you, you set a goal? And, and reach it, realizing that you didn't set a big enough goal. And uh, I'm not 100% sure how that saying goes, but basically what I'm saying is, when you set a goal to do something, make sure that you that you are enjoying the moment, enjoy the process, enjoy the experience, and don't set a goal so small, so so little or minute that whenever you reach it. You realize, wow, that wasn't really. I, 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 it's, it's, it's better to set a big goal and not reach it than set a small goal, reach it, and realize that that that's all that there is. So enjoy the moment for what it is, because joy, happiness comes from the journey. I mean, it, it, not the destination. Well, and that's what this whole abundance journey is for me and that's what this whole thing is about to me and living this life of abundance is just that is I was always that guy many people already know my story but the bottom line is I was always that guy chasing after that six and seven figure income and not enjoying the journey along the way then realizing I'm I'm at the six figure income living on the beach in Hawaii so on and so forth and still (laughs) not enjoying the journey still trying to fight to get to that next level and once I realized that I need to start enjoying what I have around me being grateful for what I have once I made that realization so much more started coming into my life almost immediately oh yes and and the thing about that is is that a lot of the times great things were coming into people's world but their perception of of their own situation was so laser focused on on something that supersedes their current situation or where they are or the moment in general that they didn't even see it so it just slipped through their fingers yeah yeah absolutely yeah (laughs) there's so many stories about that we can go on and on but brother we're at the point of the show where we're going to pay it forward you ready to do that oh i'm always ready to pay it forward bubba i know man awesome (laughs) 
Guys, today I want to tell you about this amazing business founded by Justin Myers called Signs by Veterans. And the background on this is Justin is a disabled combat veteran who honorably served for six years as a gunner's mate in our United States Navy. He is most known throughout our military and local communities as his gallant actions during the 2010 pirate attack on the amphibious dock landing ship, the USS Ashland. His valiant efforts led to the first judicial conviction for piracy in over 200 years, thus gaining the nickname Pirate Hunter. Since transitioning out of the service, Justin has been solely focused on utilizing his military skill sets within the civilian business world to progressively develop into a sales and business operations professional. He attended Charleston Southern University, where he now serves as the Board of Visitors. To express his dedication to help veterans, Justin contributes to scholarships to aid in the transition for these students from military specialists to business professionals. He now provides expert business advice and focuses on providing the tools for taking the skill sets developed inside the military and effectively applying them to not only the civilian business world, but to improve and develop one's overall life. His self-proclaimed innovation, Excellence Expected, is not just a hashtag, but is a mindset that helps support his dedications and wants for the rest of the world. Justin is the former VP of TheSignsChief.com, Inc., one of America's most versatile online signage companies, providing top quality signage for many of the Fortune 500 companies, as well as over 190,000 small businesses across the United States and internationally. Now, in December 2017, Justin resigned from the position as VP to fulfill his life's highest purpose, to develop the veteran community, as well as those seeking to elevate their life. In April 2018, he officially founded Signs by Veterans, where his mission is to continue veteran development through selfless service for their clients. Justin believes that generating purpose in veterans will truly decrease the suicide numbers down from the current 22 a day. Justin is recognized throughout the industry as a leading expert and influencer. He has been featured in Signs of the Times and Sign Builder Magazine. He has been nominated for Forbes 30 Under 30, achieved the top three finalists, for Digital Outputs International Sign Application of the Year in 2017 and has appeared on over 30 different podcasts to include now Men of Abundance. And guys, I have to say, I just recently had a conversation with Justin. He was introduced to me by Deuce Pesic, one of my past guests, just an amazing man. And you can check out my conversation with Deuce in the show notes. I'll drop that down there as well. Just go to menofabundance.com forward slash Two three two, but Justin is an unbelievable man. When I first got on the phone with him, I knew right away with our conversation that him and I have so much in common. First off, we're both veterans, and we still have this deep desire to continue to serve our fellow veterans and people in our community. But Justin has truly taken it to a whole different level, and not only am I highlighting his him and his business here today. I'm also scheduled to have a conversation with him down the road where you're going to be able to hear his full story and we're going to have that conversation. So make sure you're subscribed and stay tuned. Justin, I'm super proud of you, brother. I'm proud to have had a conversation with you already and I'm super excited for all of the lives that you're changing with your business signed by veterans. Thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. You are a true abundant leader. Now let's get back to the conversation. 
So share with our abundant leaders one to three actionable steps that they can take today. Uh, first of all, get a notepad. This is the most important person. Uh, anybody that is truly successful will tell you that if you if you want to change your life, if 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 you want to take your game to another level, wake up and take notes for what you're thinking that morning. Write down what you're grateful for and write down where it is you want to be as if you are already there. Now, a lot of people call this mumbo jumbo, whatever, but personally, I'm a physicist and I'll tell you that physics proves that this actually pushes you towards these goals that you're writing down. You will create neuropassageways in the brain that were not there prior. So that's another thing. Uh, so that's a big thing. Uh, another thing that I would say to take action on is, is stop watching TV, um, period. There, you, you'll never see a Lamborghini commercial because the people who can afford them don't watch TV. Stop sitting around playing video games and then complaining about where you are in your world. Uh, that, like, look, the, the average person reads a book or less a year. The average CEO reads 20-some-odd books a month. And you need to – now, I know that not everybody likes to read, but even an audiobook, listen to something. Listen to podcasts like this. Things that help take your mind to another level, help refine your mind and bring you to a greater understanding. Stop watching the news. The news has no value whatsoever. That I mean, yes, there's children starving in another country and there's people being bombed in other places, but it doesn't have anything to do with you. You're not going to do anything that's going to change it. And... It's, it's going to do nothing but subconsciously stress you out. So begin to focus on yourself. Focus on, uh, on where you are. Enjoy the moment and stop worrying about things that you can't change and things that have nothing to do with you. I believe that those are my, my main tips for people. On Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, excellent, excellent tips, excellent action steps as well. What daily habits make the biggest impact in your life, Tucker? Mm, oh man, the notes. <laughs> the, mm -hmm. the taking notes is my is my biggest is my biggest thing. But I also I meditate. Uh, I meditate for ten to thirty minutes in the morning. Uh, another big tip that I give people, and this is something that I practice, it made it made a huge impact on my life, is. Plug your phone up in a different room or on the other side of the room. Uh, now, what this does is this keeps you it keeps you from, first of all, waking up in the middle of the night to check Facebook. That is a horrible, horrible habit or waking up and checking your phone. This 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 uh, becomes a god awful habit. It is it is something that makes you. Um, reactive to it and it is literally an addiction because when you check those notifications and you see them you get you get hits of dopamine in the brain which is a reward chemical uh, that, that that is released when you achieve something so it feels good uh, another thing that you can do and this is something that I do is 
put your shoes under your bed, far under your bed, not right under it, so that you have to get down on your knees in the morning. And whether you pray or you don't, give thanks for what you have in your world while you're down there. Mm, that's a wonderful one. I absolutely love that. And I know some people just got a little bit of anxiety just by the thought of being out of reach of their phone. One of the things that I do, and I do agree with that, Tucker, I definitely agree with that, uh, but I use my phone as my alarm clock. And the only reason why I use an alarm clock is because I get I have to get up to get my little guy to school, <laughs> get him ready and get him to school. So I use my phone as my alarm clock. But what I do is I have on my phone, and I've had it for the longest time, first off, my ringer is very, very rarely on my phone. I always have it muted. Mm-hmm. Second, I have a do not disturb between the hours of 9 p.m. and I think 7 a.m. And I get no notifications, no lights, no nothing on my phone. The only people that can contact me through my phone are those that are on my VIP list. And those are obviously very close family members. Um, And that's what I do. So if you feel too much anxiety by having your phone too far out of reach, then do that in the evening. And one thing I do, I'll add to that, is I do not look at my phone. I have no screen time an hour before I go to bed. Yes, I might sit and talk to my wife or talk to my son or or my boys, or I might read a book, but I have no screen time an hour before I go to bed. That's good. It actually gives your brain time to wind down and it allows you to rest because there's a big, big, big difference between sleeping and resting. Uh, that is a great thing to do. And when you when you use your phone as an alarm clock, that's fine. But one of the things that will help you is set your phone on the other side of the room. So mm-hmm. you have to you have to get out of bed to go turn the alarm clock off. In fact, but like I I actually for when I don't use an alarm clock anymore. But back whenever I did, uh, I used to hook it up to my surround sound system. And, uh, and if, and I, you, I had to get up and hurry to go get that thing turned off because, Hey, I got speakers that will shake the walls. And, and now what I do is instead of using an alarm clock, I downloaded an app that allows me to select a YouTube video that becomes an alarm clock. And I, I have it to where Like I wake up, if I set an alarm for 7, I wake up at 6. If I set it for 8, I wake up at 7. So so I set it to where it plays binaural beats and motivational videos, something to inspire me because the first 20 minutes of your day, in the first 20 minutes of your day, you are the most receptive. Your, your, Your brain is functioning at its highest the, uh, at its highest form w- within that first 20 minutes and whatever you indulge in in that first 20 minutes is going to affect you throughout your entire day so make sure it's good wow that's very important absolutely important i dig that man i know you read a lot of books and you and i had a conversation and when i see some of your videos you've got about a million books back there behind you and i know you've read every single one of them but i want to ask you what would you recommend that our abundant leaders read or listen to and why i'd first of all recommend that they listen to your podcast more than they already do um secondly if you want a book that nobody talks about I've, I've never once seen anyone mention this book in a self-help video or on stage, 
but it is the most powerful book I have ever come across. And that is The Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman. It was the first book that I ever wrote, read. And it, 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 it even says on the book, a book that changes lives. This book is so powerful that when you get done reading it and while you're reading it, you can literally feel this this like spiritual high. This it's, it's like you get chills down your spine and you're inspired to do something great. And nobody ever talks about that book. But I, I grant you, if you read it, it will truly change your life. Yeah, it sounds like a wonderful book. And I'll definitely be getting a hold of that myself. Um, do you know if it's on audio or not? Oh, uh, yes. Yes, sir. It is. It's okay. actually Dan Millman is uh, I'm pretty sure he's still doing it. He's a he's a actually a public speaker now and teaches the peaceful warrior strategy or the peaceful warrior mindset or something of that nature. He was an Olympic. He's a multi multi gold medal winning Olympic uh, uh, gymnast and martial artist. Wow. Wow. I'll definitely be looking that up. That's impressive. What do you feel holds most people back from living a life of true abundance? Themselves. Their perception. I believe that I believe that people's perception of what they're capable of is is what holds them back. The words that they use every day. You know, poor is a state of mind. Broke is a temporary situation. Right. If you don't if you don't think wealth, if you don't believe wealth, if you don't believe in happiness, if you don't think happy thoughts, you're not going to be happy. People think that happiness, wealth, and joy, that these things just fall out of the sky one day and, and God hands it to them on a silver platter. It don't work that way. If you want weeds out of your garden, put gloves on or get your hands dirty, go out there and pull the weeds and quit expecting them to just disappear. Right. Absolutely correct. And guys, if you want any proof of that, there's many examples out there. But one perfect example is a lottery winner. Look up lottery winners and see how broke they are, mm -hmm. um, financially broke, because they go into millions poor as a mindset. And then they continue living that mindset poor, and they're broke within three to five years. And I mean, worse than they were before. Yes. Uh, statistically, just go look at it. It's true. Yes, and you know, uh, again, I don't know who said this, but there was someone who once said that if if we were to divide all the money in the world up equally between every person on the planet, within two to three years, all of that money would be back into the hands of the people it was in to begin with. Mm -hmm. Absolutely correct. I've heard that as well. And it's all because of that mindset and their skills that they apply and their behaviors their behaviors. And I think I first read that in um, Dr. Stanley has written a series of books, uh, The Millionaire Next Door and The Millionaire yes. Mind. That's where yeah. I read it. That, the Millionaire Mind is where I read that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Excellent. See, brilliant minds think alike, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. What does living a life of abundance mean to you? Everything. Uh, whenever I say, when I say living a life of abundance, I mean health, wealth, and happiness. If I can wait, I, I know what it's like to go to bed hungry. I know what it's like to live under a, bra a bridge and wake up in the morning uh, finding the fact that, that everything has been frozen and there's ice on the, there's literally ice 
on your skin uh, from because you, you fell asleep and your arm was hanging too far away from your little campfire. Or I mean, I know what it's like to go hungry for days on end or or survive off of twenty to fifty dollars a month. What it really means to me is is living within joy. Uh, wake up, be living, live within the moment. Understand that we, where you are, is here. The time is now, and you are this moment. If you mm. if you try to get people people who attempt to compare and try to get a one up on the universe, fail to realize that they are the universe. We are the makeup of everything you see around us, the energy that makes up the air, the water, the trees, or even the car you drive on a molecular level is the exact same energy that makes up your body. It makes up you. It makes up your heart. It makes up your soul. Yeah, absolutely, man. I love it. I absolutely love it. So, brother, we are going to close this up. We are going to have your website, TuckerBearden.com, linked up in the show notes. So, guys, make sure you go check that out. But what do we not talk about today that you would like to ensure that our abundant leaders get out of our conversation today? I think we covered a lot of the things, but no matter what, I, I said it before earlier in the video, but but no matter what it is, that you do in this world understand that you have a message everyone has a message every message has a purpose you have information capable of improving the lives of others in some way shape form or fashion do not be a selfish fool and and keep that information from the world no matter what your trials and tribulations are uh, whether whether it you you could be you could be someone like myself who has went through homelessness, bullying, addiction, uh, even attempted suicide, or uh, or you could be someone who had life handed to them on a silver platter and they never had any truly dire challenges. But regardless, you have a message, and don't withhold it from people. Yeah, absolutely, man. That you know, I've heard people say information is power and that is so incorrect because the full statement is information is only power when it's shared yes it is potential power you know i can have all the new i can have all the nuclear bombs in the world but if i don't know how to use them and i don't have a target it ain't gonna mean nothing yeah absolutely that's a very good point i'm glad you said that because i've said this often in that we do not lack information in this world. If there's one thing we definitely do not like, it's information. It's taking, putting that ac- that information to work uh, for you in whichever way you choose to do so uh, that makes it powerful. So absolutely wonderful conversation, Tucker. I knew it would be, man. I want you to go out and live your life of abundance, man. Keep paying it forward because I'm loving it, and I know you're making a huge difference. Well, thank you, brother. I appreciate you for everything that you do. And y'all, please remember that if you can be the spark that lights the way through the darkness for even one person a day, your entire life will be worthwhile. All right, guys. So your action step for the day is, one, make sure you go check out the highlighted veteran-owned business today, Signs by Veterans, uh, founded by Justin Myers. And two, make a decision today about who it is that you want others to see you as. Put a label on yourself or others are going to put a label on you for you.
And that label may not be something that's conducive with who you want to be and who you see that you are. Now, once you make that decision, I want you to write it down. I want you to be very clear, be very detailed about the man that you see yourself as or the man that you want to be seen as, the man you want to be. And then ask somebody else, ask some people who know you very well that you know are going to be straightforward with you. And specifically, if it's in a mastermind group of sorts or a close friend, somebody that you know is going to be very blunt with you, ask them to write down the traits that they see you as. Ask them to write down what they see about you as a man. Then compare yours with theirs, because I suggest you do it with more than one person. Because you act differently around different people. You act differently around people that you're very close with. You act differently around people at work, your clients, so on and so forth. So ask a couple different people in, the very, in those various different um, areas of your life. And then compare that to who you want to be seen as. Now let me be very clear about this. When it comes to just general population, I could care less about what people think about me. But when it comes to me looking for clients to work with, or if I'm going to look for another job, if you're going to look for another job and you're looking for a specific company to work for, then you want your employer to see you as the professional that you are. So you must conduct yourself in such a manner and carry yourself and dress the right way and have the right knowledge and talk the right way in order to get that dream job, in order to get that perfect client, in order to attract the people in the, into your life that you want in your life, you must change the way you think, the way you talk, the words that you use, the way you carry yourself. Are you chest up, shoulders back, or are you slouched over and, and walking with your head down? These are little things that people see in a split second that determine in their mind who you are and rather not if they want to work with you or not or if they want to hang out with you or not or if they want to date you or not. So in that regard, it's extremely important to understand what other people think about you and care a little bit about that. So decide what kind of man, who it is that you want to be seen as, write it down and ask others to do the same and then compare the two, make adjustments as needed. Now, go out and live your life of abundance and make sure to pay it forward. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.